I have quite a few pet peeves. I've got probably the most things on this list. <laughs> so the first thing I want to get into is given um, just being from the subcontinent, we're just hairy people. So hair was the first <laughs> thing that came to mind for me. Uh, also, I'm quite a hairy person myself, so no denying that. Um, and it is the just overuse, just like full this is full appropriation this is like the bindies of minerals <laughs> like the use of coconut oil and the funny thing is coconut oil is very widely used amongst like a lot of minorities like islanders and stuff as well um but like specifically if you're a desi person then and i think probably broader asian is like coconut oil is just like a balm it's a balm for your ashiness and your body oh my god <laughs> But it's also like a balm for your hair. So give me a post-shower rundown, because, you know, I'm Chinese, we don't use coconut oil. Well, so. you guys don't get ashy, it's lucky. Well, know. you got I mean, like, you guys is a generalisation, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Um, so post-shower, like, I'm like, I get out of the shower, and I will use a coconut oil-based moisturiser on my body. Oh. Yeah. And then like, and, and this is now, this is the adult version, right? And then I use a coconut oil based product in my hair and I have long hair. As a, as a younger person, as like a youth, when my mum was showering me, like bathing me, so I was like 12, no. <laughs> <laughs> Today um, I learned <laughs> Like my mum would, yeah, like douse me in coconut oil, depending on like how dry she felt my skin was. Hair was like a must, like oil was going in my hair, mostly coconut oil. And then there was like varieties, there's different brands, like. Dabur and stuff. I don't know. Do you know the blue bottle, Diana? Mm-mm. Oh. No. And it's like, they've got scents and flavours of coconut, Ooh. you know? So it's like different. And it's a strong smelling thing. So I smell like coconut slash oil at all times. So it was a big part of my life. And then like, you know, as kids do, because I went to school here, as kids do, like, they'd be like, oh, why, why are you so fucking oily? Or like, well, your hair's so oily. Something smells like coconut. And I'm like, just because I don't smell like Lynx Africa, bro. <laughs> um, <laughs> But at the time, I didn't say that. At the time, I was like, oh, mom, yeah. <laughs> why do I smell <laughs> like coconuts or whatever? Yeah. And then, like, it's the, the, okay, the part that bothers me, it's those same people. I'm thinking of specifically of one girl who I went to primary school with and high school with, and I still know. And she's, like, a huge hippie now. And, oh, my God, she just puts, <laughs> like, coconut oil in everything. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> you tease me in primary school. And you know, if she listens to this, she'll know who she is. <laughs> and I'm like, you tease me. And now you're just like, you're pumping it. You're pumping it. So it feels petty, but I'm just like, let's get it all out in the air. It's so not petty. Because as a child, like, that's brutal. You know? You like, get bullied. Yeah, and it shapes you. I 100% remember, like, every single thing that a bully said to me. Especially, like... The racial things because yeah. I'm just like mm. no no the white person got that yeah. but it's like a special kind of insult that you get mm. like you already feel like an outcast yeah I, oh. like I would say like obviously not just specifically these things and it, but I would say like between all three of us as we've gotten older we're more comfortable in like who we are right and that and and by that I mean like our cultural backgrounds and like being brown or Asian or you know whatever it might be and like a huge part of that is because it's like when you're a kid like you were teased and you just repressed these things as much as you as much as you could in the context of like you go home and your parents are brown like you know <laughs> but like yeah, well you'd act white at school and then you'd act white at home and your mum would be like uh, don't call me by my first name <laughs> yeah. but yeah you know what I mean and then like there's so many examples of that 
Coconut oil is the tip of the coconut iceberg. <laughs> well, one of the um, examples that um, Dana, you were kind of like looking at was Eastern versus Western skincare and how like K beauty is such a big deal now. Yeah, I I don't know where to draw the line on this. I know that some things are just trends. It's not totally about the deeper culture. A few years ago, like face masks were a thing, and I feel like I remember putting on a face mask and someone be like, "What the fuck are you doing? Like that's so weird." And I like. Still get that on planes. Maybe it's not appropriate to do on an airplane. No, but... you should do it because your skin gets dehydrated. Right? I'm going to look great when I'm 70. Um, <laughs> I've seen a lot of things over the years come into Western culture from Eastern culture. And yeah. no respect or no nod paid to that. And it just... I feel like whenever I've told people that I do Eastern beauty, you get that look that you got when you were a kid that you're weird and you're like doing the minority thing, right? You're, it's like, oh, that's what that's Eastern weird. beauty is? Doing that the like... minority thing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it's also just don't make fun of it if you're going to later on adopt it, which is this whole oh. chat, right? We got made fun of things as a kid. It's the same thing with Korean skincare, like putting like face masks on that leave and dry and then crack um, Maybelline, like Revlon, like all of those brands and stuff. You've just taken it into Western, Western skincare, Western beauty, made it slightly wider, packaged it slightly different. And it's just like, you made fun of this. You turned your nose up to it a while ago. And now you're like, ah, oh, this is the thing. Yeah, for sure.